Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. It's Review It Man, reviewing what he can. Movies are his jam, so let's get twisted, man. It's Review It Rob. Hey, yo, welcome into the Review It Rob show. Appreciate you joining in this week, finally. It is finally here, Argyle film. I feel like I saw the trailer for a long time ago and was uh, hyped then. It made my most anticipated films of 2024 list, and it's finally released in the theaters uh, over the weekend. So finally had to check that out. I'm going to give my thoughts on that film as well as any bits of news we got going on out there. Appreciate you joining in. Hope everybody out there is doing great, man. Uh, just finished watching WWE NXT Vengeance Day. What a phenomenal event, man. Um, energetic, excitement from start to finish. Uh, very enjoyable film, man. Um, I'm not a film. Wrestling. Wrestling can't be a film, right? <laughs> Sometimes if done correctly. But uh, we're not going to talk about the other nonsense going on in the wrestling world, especially WWE right now. Maybe this network will eventually have a wrestling show to talk about that stuff. But um, right now, I'm, it's just insanity over there. But nonetheless, you're not here to listen to wrestling. Maybe you are. I don't know. A lot of people love wrestling, like myself, but uh, this is a, primarily a movie show, and we're going to talk movie stuff now. So, Argyle is the film starring pretty much everybody. Huge, huge, huge star study cast in this bad boy, uh, which is led by none other than the fantastic Bryce Dallas Howard, who you should know from most likely the Jurassic World franchise, but she's all over the place. She's a director writer, all that good stuff. She is a talent without a doubt. So Bryce Dallas Howard is the main star of the film as the character Ellie Conway, who is a uh, reclusive author of a series of best-selling espionage novels whose idea of bliss is a night at home with her computer and her cat Alfie. But when the plots of uh, Ellie's fictional books who center around the secret agent Argyle become... Um, begin to mirror, let's say, actions of a real-life spy organization, those quiet evenings become a thing of the past. Uh, the movie is rated PG-13 for strong violence and action and some strong language. It is considered an action-comedy film running in at 2 hours and 19 minutes as if, and is currently only in theaters. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics have it at a 35%, wow, and audiences have it at a 71%, while IMDb is coming in at a 6.7 out of 10 so what were my thoughts on the film? So like I mentioned earlier, this is a film that made my um, most anticipated films of 2024 list just because after seeing that first trailer, look like a fun time movie, man. And I'm happy to report it is a fun time movie. Um, I, and I'm glad after seeing this movie that... You know, it did not take itself overly serious. Like you can, you see these action movies with like all these, or any kind of movie for that matter that has these like star-studded cast and all that stuff. And you kind of take a step back a little bit and you kind of worry because you know sometimes the track records with huge star-studded cast is not the best. Um, so kind of taken aback there. But again, after seeing that trailer, like, oh, this is this looks fun. This is gonna be an interesting time. You know, interesting concept, story, and all this stuff. Author is uh, mimicking. Seems to be what she is writing is coming to life. Uh, around her in the real world as based instead of being on just her novels. Um, so the film is really entertaining, man, um, which is a good thing. So action films are, you know, fun, 
hit and miss, you know. Sometimes they go a little too CGI heavy with like trying to do over the top moments and all this stuff. Looking at you, Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, there's a shot of the Fast and Furious franchise <laughs> for no reason, but no reason. And there could be some over-the-top moments in this movie, but it's kind of set in the... I mean, she's writing a book, right? And when you're writing a book, especially a fantasy kind of novel, you're going to go a little over-the-top. So they mimic that very well. Um, the story is enjoyable. It makes sense. A lot of twists in this movie. Um, it is a twisting movie. Something twists that would make M. Night Shyamalan a little, uh, a little peeved, if you will. Um, because he hasn't had as good of a twist as like that since... I don't know the last time he had that good of a twist, but dang, I'm just taking shots at people for no reason. But um, I, I still love M. Night Shyamalan, Fast and Furious. I can't say that for you, but M. Night Shyamalan, do still enjoy your films um, for the most part. But uh, Argyle itself is a very solid, enjoyable film um, from start to finish. I had just an absolute blast watching this. And the main thing that I am excited about this film is that it did not take itself serious. Like, you can kind of get the idea of that while watching the trailer. If you saw the trailer, you can kind of get the idea of. Um, it's not going to be your typical kind of action film. It's gonna it's gonna throw uh, some good bits of comedy in there, and uh, you know it's gonna give you some wild moments, right? And especially that freaking cat. So um, when you get the cat in there and everything around there, and then you see some of the scenes in the trailer, you're like okay, this movie's gonna be it's gonna be good on the action. And it's going to be a little over the top, man. And they nailed it, I think, in this movie. Like, everything works and fits pretty well together um, in the vibe of the movie that they set and put forward. So, um, solid, solid film from there. As far as the story aspects go, um, kind of briefly mentioned it a moment ago. We'll just kind of dive back into it a little bit. I like the idea. You know, I, I enjoy the idea, and I think they... They uh, hammered it home in a way uh, that worked pretty well for you. Two hours, 19 minutes, didn't feel like it at all. You know, not just from the fact of the action scenes and, you know, um, stuff of that nature that can kind of distract you uh, with action movies because of, like, you know, the, you know, the, the action. <laughs> but I, 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 you get captivated by the story as well. And then once the, you know, twist happened and all that stuff, you're like, holy crap, I didn't see that coming. Um, holy crap, let's see where this goes. Things of that nature. So those parts are good. But it also captures you in the fact and it, it goes by quickly because it is a fun time like there's moments in this movie where you're like holy freaking crap they're doing that and this is freaking amazing <laughs> you know so uh it depends on your mindset uh going into the movie what you will um allow yourself to enjoy which you know kind of goes back to the wrestling talk earlier but you know if you give yourself the time to enjoy again it's an action comedy film so you get a vibe of what you're going into there with. Again, you saw the trailer. You know, it's an action comedy movie. You kind of know what you're getting into, but um, I think this is one of the better ones that have been produced out there. And again, absolutely incredible cast um, from top to bottom in this thing. They all deliver perfectly, starting, of course, with uh, the fantastic Bryce Dallas Howard, but not to mention we've got Henry Cavill in this movie. We've got John Cena in this film. We've got Sam Rockwell in the movie. Dua Lipa makes an appearance in the movie. We got uh, one of my favorite actresses, Sofia Boutella. So a movie with two of my favorite actresses in it. Oh my god. I was in heaven. Um, we've got uh, what is that? Ariana DeBose? DeBossi? Probably messed her name up. But fantastic. Brian Cranston. Catherine O'Hara, dude. Samuel L. Jackson. Like, incredible cast. Without a doubt. Um, those are just the uh, you know, the known names, like the people that we aren't as familiar with, um, they nail it to me. Like, I, there's not a bad beat in this movie as far as cast. Uh, so, yeah, from um, top to bottom, solid film, good fun time, good fun action film, just perfect for this uh, time of year, perfect for, you know, an evening of just 
wanting to have a good time, Argyle is your film, man. So, uh, I, it gets two very enthusiastic thumbs up from me. I haven't done that in a while on the show. Um, but we're getting close to an anniversary on the show, so kind of guess just popped it back into my head. But uh, overall, did very much enjoy Argyle. I say it is worth your time. Go see it in theaters. I saw it in RPX, and it worked great in RPX uh, for me. Again, action movie will do work pretty well in RPX with this movie that has the um, the fun aspects to it as well. Uh, plays very well in the RPX theater. So, good time. Argyle, worth your time. Go see that movie in theaters. As far as films releasing this week, uh, this week we have Lisa Frankenstein. So, not an action comedy film, but a uh, comedy horror film. So... Excited for that, and that'll be next week's review. Uh, jumping from there, let's go ahead and jump into some news before we get out of here. Um, only right, I guess, to jump into DC news after talking Argyle, which features Henry Cavill, who, of course, was just famously Superman in the DC EU. And the one bit of news I do have here for DC uh, centers around Superman. So Warner Brothers Discovery has picked up the documentary Super Slash Man, uh, the Christopher Reeve story, which focuses, of course, on Christopher Reeve who found strength and purpose through uh, his disability that uh, sadly happened through horseback riding. So um, I can't wait to see this documentary, obviously, and Christopher Reeve is, of course, extremely synonymous with uh, the role of Superman. So uh, it's very it's very fitting that this documentary is going to land over there at Warner Brothers Discovery. I don't know what the release is for the film. I wasn't able to see that information. Um so I don't know where it's when it's releasing or where it's releasing, if it'll be on Max or if they plan to put it somewhere else. Don't know at the moment, but uh, nonetheless, very fitting to have that there. I can't wait to see that documentary. I've heard very, very good things from it. You know, uh, know James Gunn is very excited to have that over there. Uh, going from there over to horror, we've got uh, double bits of news featuring Tim Burton. Uh, first, of course, being... You know, the sequel that we've been waiting for years and years and years and heard rumors about for so long uh, that was finally announced recently with Beetlejuice 2. Uh, they have made some announcements of their own, uh, finally, um, since the last time we talked here. We have an official poster, teaser poster, if you will. Uh, maybe it's the official poster. We have an official poster, a release date, and a name for this Beetlejuice sequel. We no longer have to call it Beetlejuice 2, as it will be called, very brilliantly, uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So the... <laughs> Perfect, right? Uh, if you know, if you've seen Beetlejuice, hopefully you have. If you've not seen Beetlejuice, do yourself a favor, go have a good time, watch that movie. Um, but yeah, calling it Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is just absolutely freaking fantastic. Um, fits very well. Uh, the poster is really cool too. It's kind of just, um, you know, you can kind of see Beetlejuice's hands holding. Uh, you of course remember, well, well, don't want to spoil that for people who haven't seen Beetlejuice, but he's holding um, a number tracker uh, kind of thing, right? That you would get from like a DMV or a store if you're getting meats or something. I don't know, but yeah, mostly DMV, right? Um, so he's holding something like that, and you know the date is on there, uh, saying uh, nine six twenty four. So the film will be releasing this year, September six, twenty twenty four. So math wise in my HHN fans, uh, we don't have official release date for Halloween Horror Nights yet. It's very heavily rumored to be September uh, uh, around that time. Um, maybe even I need to pull up calendar. <laughs> um, do I have a calendar? Yes, give me a calendar. Here we go. So let's uh, let's go to da 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 da. That's how the show works. All right. So September what is the sixth? That is a Friday. So if they, I mean, that would be the ultimate of ultimate fun, cool things to be able to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Last year I went to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, I got there a couple days earlier before the event. And I saw the Nun Two at the theater at Universal City Walk. Absolutely loved it. Um, so. 
That'd be so cool. Just imagine if uh, Halloween Horror Nights had started around that time. And Beetlejuice 2, or excuse me, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is playing at theaters. You can go see that. And then go into the park, and boom, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice House, right? So cool. Of course, obviously hoping for a lot there to happen. But uh, especially with other rumors going around HHN-wise of, like, the Ghostbusters returning this year as well, um, I'd be all for both of them returning, first and foremost. <laughs> um, both of those coming back would be freaking fantastic and a good time. But just imagine how cool that is. Now, again, we don't have official dates for Halloween Horror Nights yet. Um, would not be surprised if they start very early and they decide to go um, August 30th. Um because that's that. That's so. That's what Labor Day weekend or something like that. What? Yeah. So here in the states, Labor Day weekend would be September second. Yeah, September second, which would be the first Monday of September. So going back to our handy dandy calendar here, that would put us. Because I have looked at Halloween Horror Nights the last couple of years, and they have started around that. That uh, Labor Day holiday, right? Because Labor Day weekend, most people are off work and off school and all that stuff, so can feed it there. So if we're doing that, and it's on a Monday, then starting Halloween Horror Nights on August 30th would make sense uh, if they follow that same tracker that they've been on. But nonetheless, we'll see what happens. Got there because Beetlejuice. So we'll see. Uh, and of course, this network with uh, Haunters Podcast, well, my show will um, will discuss Halloween Horror Nights as I'm doing right now. And if any news comes out, it will be discussed. We also have the Disnoids back in action as well. So Halloween Horror Nights would be mentioned there as well. So plenty of Halloween Horror Nights coverage over here at the Throw Me Podcast Network if and when we get uh, more information. But uh, that's not the only thing with Tim Burton that's having. Tim Burton is also attached to direct a new take on Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Uh, the original was released back in 1954. I have not seen the film, but that name is flipping fantastic. So, and then you th imagine Tim Burton's style with it. Uh, the 50-Foot Woman might be Helena Bottom Carter. We don't know. It might be Jenna Ortega, now that he and her are working together a lot with Wednesday, and she is in Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So, Maybe the 50-foot woman is Jenna Ortega, um, which would be amazing because she's kind of short. But um, it's not attacking anybody's height. It's just, you know, she's... Anyways. Um, so it could be her. I don't know if he works with Helena Bottom Carter much anymore. Um, Ava Green, maybe. You know, maybe he works with her again. Who knows? It could be anybody he decides to cast in the film but i enjoy tim burton's movies uh if you do as well let me know what your favorite tim burton film is in the comments but nonetheless he's got some things on the horizon there um trying to see if there's anything else horror wise to talk about before we get out of here see the uh co-creator of the last of us has teased a third video game so you know, I still have not played two. Um, I probably should get on that. I still haven't even watched the show, to be completely honest with you. But I did love that first game, so more power to them, man. If they want to give us another one, go for it. Speaking of The Last of Us and Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Catherine O'Hara has joined the cast for The Last of Us Season 2, so good for her, man. Um, Oswald Down the Rabbit Hole has an announced trailer, so the um, the Disney to horror uh, still happening, man. So cool. We'll see how that works out. Again, I anytime I bring this up, like I enjoyed Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I know it's got a lot of mixed reviews and mostly negative, but I had a good time with it, and I'm I'm excited for that um that movie I did a trailer reaction to. What was it? Mickey's Mouse Trap. 
Mickey's Mouse Trap. Uh, messed up that name so many times in that trailer reaction. Now I finally got it burned in my head. Um, and there's another Steamboat Willie movie coming. And just, I, I believe there's a Peter Pan one coming. Um, yeah. Just, you know what? Keep going, man. It's fun. Alright, and other news uh, before we get out of here. Jim Carrey, an actor I loved a lot growing up and will always love Jim Carrey. I think he's part of my childhood and my introduction to comedy. He's one of those people that introduced me to comedy. Him, Chris Farley, man. So, he will be reprising his role as Dr. Robotnik in Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Sonic the Hedgehog, another thing that was a huge part of my childhood. Loved playing that game so much back in the day. Need to get another Sonic game, man. Um, yeah, I need to look on the PlayStation Store see what we got Sonic-wise. But, awesome. Glad he's back. I um, Those films have done very well. Those those Sonic movies have done really well, which is good after a lot of people complained about how Sonic looked in the first time we saw uh, the Hedgehog for the first movie. Uh, they complained about that. That got fixed, and you know a lot of people went to see that movie. And uh, 2 was successful as well. I don't remember 2 as much. I don't even know if I've seen 2. I think I've seen two. Um, and then three is on the way, of course. And Jim Carrey will be reprising his role as Dr. Robotnik. So that is a winner, winner, uh, robotic dinner for you right there. So good times to be had. And the final bit of news here, Quentin Tarantino and Brad Pitt will be reuniting for a third time in the director's final film titled The Movie Critic. Um, we don't have much information on this movie at the moment. Uh, Tarantino has given some bits about it, saying that it is set in uh, 1977 California and that it is, quote, based on a guy who really lived but was never really famous and he used to write movie reviews for a uh, <clears throat> adult rag. So, end quote. Um, it doesn't say adult rag and that cough wasn't there. I added that part. But it does say another word that I don't want to get flagged for. So use your imagination on what that word is. But um, third time. So they've worked together most recently on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Fantastic film. And um, Inglorious B Word. Try not to get flagged again. Uh, but if you know, you know. Or you can just look up Quentin Tarantino's filmography. You Or Brad Pitt's. You'll, you'll, you'll know. Um which I saw once and I need to see again. But um, I know a lot of people enjoy that movie. So them working together for a third time, awesome. You know, good for them. It kind of makes sense and it's perfect. Don't know if Brad Pitt is the star of said film. I think we can probably assume he is since he's the first announced uh, member of the cast here. But, you know, big, 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 big congratulations to Quentin Tarantino. It's going to be crazy to see him stop directing, but good for him making up that goal of 10 films and following through with that movie, so I think it's 10, right? Yes, it is 10, so good for him, man. Good for him. Like, is there, let me, you know, let's add some more to this. Is there a reason why he's only doing 10 movies? Alright, let's see what we got here. Quote, I like that I will leave a 10 film filmography, and so I've got two more to go after this, he said to Deadline. It's not etched in stone, but that is the plan. If I get to the 10th, do a good job and don't screw it up. Well, that sounds like a good way to end the old career. If later on I come across a good movie, I won't not do it just because I said I won't, I wouldn't. But ten and done, leaving them wanting more. That sounds right. So there you go. So there's a possibility he could do more, but um, he's setting the goal for ten, and then looks like writing plays, books is going gracefully into his uh, tender years, uh, film literature stuff like that, man. So good for him. Congratulations, Quentin Tarantino. I am excited for uh, this next film. 
to come from you. So there you go. That'll be it for this week's show, man. Appreciate you joining in. Let's do the show. Uh, let me know if you've seen Argyle, if you enjoyed it. I personally did have a very good time with that. So pretty solid year overall with um, that. Um, ISS, uh, the Mean Girls film. Oh, so good. And then um, there's one I'm missing. Um, I can check my list because Handy Dandy Letterbox lets you do that. So, going over to Letterbox, checking my list. So, I have seen six films this year. Um, Night Swim, you know my thoughts on that. Mean Girls, absolutely love to destroy all neighbors. I didn't really do a review on that movie. Um, weird freaking film. Um, ISS, Argyle, and then Suitable, Leaf, Suitable Flesh, which... Uh, the Haunters Boys, and I watched in text during uh, recently, and that was an absolutely fantastic time. And what a movie. Um, if you have Shudder, watch it. Um, be warned, there is um, a, a sexual content in that movie, so be warned. Um, but, you know, uh, very enjoyable movie, to say the least. Um, good time to be had there. And that's going to do it for this episode. So, uh, and then Godzilla minus one minus color I saw this year as well. Not sure if it counts as 24, 24 release, even though it is a new version of the film or a different version of the film that did release in 2024. So it should count. We'll see. Um, I got a long year to put that all together, but nonetheless, that's it for this show. So appreciate you joining in and listening. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the day, week, month, and year. Um, yeah. I absolutely love doing the show. Hitting an anniversary coming up very soon. We'll talk about that and post about that later. But uh, great times to be had nonetheless. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know, again, if you've seen Argyle. Uh, let me know your thoughts on that film as well. Let me know your favorite Tim Burton film in the comments. And as always, remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Uh, hashtag we want rock. Talk to you later.